Basically every one of our shows. <laughs> last, well, night, last night nice. I felt bad. Wait, what were you gonna say? I'm gonna say it's nice to start off a show like this with a laugh because that's the only one we're gonna get this episode probably. Oh my. Actually, you know what? We got one more laugh in store for everybody. So um, Oh true, that's right. <laughs> so we're always okay with people making fun of us if it comes from a from a good hearted place. So Sede uh, Picante made a little clip of our Taylor Marshall interview, and it hurt. Like it hurt. Like, Not me. Yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> it hurt, hurt you. <laughs> I'm fine ego. with it, dude. My ego is just crushed because I went back and because we cut, I cut the clips up for that interview. Yeah. And when I went back and watched that part, I was like, "Oh, he really shot me down there." You guys will see what I'm talking about. But Sadie Picante really, really took the screwdriver and dug it in on me. Let's let's play it for everybody Ready? real quick. I think the the Scott Hans, the um, Stephen Rays, all those guys. You, I think, if you guys hadn't converted through your study of the fathers and all that stuff. I don't think you would have a fervent Catholicism that we have right now. I, I'm telling you. So I think mean, that's it, too much credit. I mean. <laughs> so that smile is so fake right there. <laughs> Why did I invite him on my show? And they're raising Italian and you want to. So at the end I of that the, Oscar. The 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 apparently the guy goes and shoots everybody in the audience or something. <laughs> oh. so that little crap. I'll kill that kid. He's the worst. <laughs> he really uh, he likes to goop on us. He he uh, makes fun of my Italian uh, goomba attitude sometimes. So yeah, I'm not gonna recommend this channel. But if you guys want to see somebody. Making fun of us, he, he tends to do it, <laughs> and you can see the exact moment his heart breaks. <laughs> you see who posted that? Oh, it's terrible. No, do you see who posted that? Yeah, Todd. I know. Okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So we were going to just do Matthew plays tonight. So I, um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about this for around forty-five minutes. And then after this stream, we're going to have Matthew plays on because on a completely uh, separate stream. So just right, so it's not worry about that. It's not going to be on this stream. You guys will have to actually exit out and go to the new one. St. Martin's Lent starts uh, November twelfth, Sunday. And Sunday, and I am taking St. Martin's Lent seriously this year. Um, I actually just had a. I had about an hour and a half conversation or an hour conversation with somebody who watches the show. I'm not going to say their name or anything, but they uh, they heard my story with Nicole about um, when I converted him and Nicole wasn't in the same place as me and how my marriage got a little rough during that time. And he had emailed us and asked if he could talk to me. He sent his phone number. So I called him today and I talked to him for like an hour on the way home today. And he's going to do St. Martin's Lent with us too. I, I basically think my fasting during Lent when this rough period of my marriage happened is what saved my marriage. So if anybody's going through something difficult in their life, if you have something very specific, you want to fast for stick around for that show. St. Martin's lent something I've never done before. Matthew plays is an expert on the topic. So if you guys want to learn something actual, actually edifying stick around for that show. And judging from the news we're about to share, I think we all need to fast and, and do penance for the church too. Sure. So. I mean, this is, this is pretty, insane this uh this latest dubia so uh ddf responds to transgender dubia no let me pull it up yeah this is this is this is just so crazy i cannot i cannot believe we're at a point where you'll never get a yes or no response to a dubia which is what you're supposed to get it yeah should be yes or no Yes or no? Like, uh, I, I remember hearing stories about, like, um, there was uh, 
back in the Middle Ages, a dubia was sent to the popes asking, can we baptize with beer if no water is available? And they got back a resounding no. Just no. It, yeah, it used to be affirmative, like, or, or, yeah, affirmative or not, basically, yes or no. So we're beyond the days of getting... Thank you, JD. Just found you on YouTube and Twitter. Amazing. Oh, thank you, brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to hold on the amazing part until you see more of his Twitter. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. You may be a little disappointed, homie. <laughs> we'll you know, Epo Rose is right. We got pretty clear yes and no's when it was about TC. That's true. That's true. You know, can, can, a new, can a new seminarian learn the Latin Mass? No. We also didn't have uh, uh, Tuco in there. That's a good point, yeah. Who Mark uh, Mark Robertson says looks like Hannibal Lecter. Kind of does have a Hannibal Lecter. Really does. You can just imagine that that noise, right? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I know exactly the scene you're talking about. <laughs> Chianti. <laughs> um, all right. So the Vatican's doctrine office has responded to a bishop's questions concerning the role of people who identify as LGBT at Catholic baptisms and weddings. So. Let's see. Let's skip skip through and let's just see. Okay, so the doctrinal office said it had had issued its responses after study and was essentially restating positions that had previously expressed, including a 2018 confidential note addressing some canonical questions inherent to. I'm not even going to say that word. Yeah. All right. So the DDF summarizes the bishop's questions as below: Can a transgender person be baptized? Can, that's question one. Question two. Can a transgender person be a godfather or godmother? Can a transgender person be a witness at a wedding? Can two uh, same-sex persons be counted as parents of a child who must be baptized and who was adopted or gained by other methods such as surrogacy? Can a person who is same-sex attracted uh, in a same-sex relationship and cohabitating be godfather to a baptized person? Can a same-sex person and cohabitating person be a witness at a wedding? All right, so the longest of the responses to the first question. Um, the DDF Which is, said, can, can, yeah, can they be baptized? Okay, so can a transgender person be baptized? The DDF said that a transgender person who has undergone surgery can receive the sacrament of baptism under the same conditions as other believers. If there are no situations in which there is a risk of generating public scandal or disorientation among the faithful. So let's just stop with that. That that would have been a sufficient answer. It could have stopped right there for that question, right? I, I almost don't even think there's a scenario possible where a trans person that has no intention of detransitioning or has no regret about their... You know what I mean? There's a very different situation. Well, yeah, but I, I think the question there, like if they've undergone surgery, like there may be no going back. Right. So I think when it says under the same conditions as other believers, that's the whole, they need to be, you know, they need to repent of their sin. They need that's to have a, repented of their, their, right. their, their situation. Okay. So the document added a detailed series of considerations intended to address cases where there are doubts about the objective moral situation in which a person finds himself or about his subjective dispositions towards grace. Let's break that down. Hang on. The document added a detailed series of considerations intended to address cases where there are doubts about the objective moral situation a person finds himself or about his subjective dispositions towards grace. What do you think that even means? Like if there's it's, doubts. How can there be doubts about an objective more I'm trying to be situation. fair here. Like, I'm, not, I'm trying not to just hammer on this, but it's it added that children or adolescents with problems of transgender nature could also receive baptism if they are well prepared and willing to be baptized. Adolescents with problems of a transgender nature. Do you see how wishy washy the wording is? This is crazy yeah. because what they're right. Doing like, is, does that mean an adolescent literally going through, uh, you know, hormones and surgeries right now? Because then they're not well prepared, and you know what I mean. Or is like, it, or is it a person 
who suffers from gender confusion but is seeking out a life of grace to overcome this issue. Right. Those are two opposite situations that can be described by this one single sentence. Now, here's the issue. Here's the here's the main here's what's going on. And this is the same thing with the, the dubia that we got last time. All of this is worded in such a way that a sane priest is going to say, okay, no, unless the conditions we're talking about where, okay, you're, you made this mistake, you repented. Okay. Yeah, we can, but it's also going to be used by the James Martin crowd to justify and say, this is a pastoral approach. And just like they have, just like they gave permission for it. I mean, they're, they're doing the same thing with it's basically don't ask, don't tell. You're not going to suffer repercussions. If you could say it's for a pastoral reason. Right, it's that that's where we go. What what they're it's a free for all. It creates a free for all. What what they have done is introduced situational ethics into the church, which they literally just warned us about last week. Situational ethics is such a dangerous thing to play around with. So when when you go to when you go when kids go to college and go to philosophy one hundred and one, they hit them with situational ethics. They'll hit them with questions like, "Okay, you have a you have a train going down a track that's about to split." If you don't touch the handle, it's going to hit a group of 10 people. Or you could pull the handle and it'll go another way and it'll hit one person. Mm -hmm. Which, what do you do? Do you pull the handle? Now, that means you actively pulled the handle and chose to kill someone. Which the ends don't justify the means, right? Like, right. so it's it's a situation where it's like, well, this is a moral conundrum. Like, just, do you let 10 people die or do you... Do you only want one person to die? So this is what they do. They start messing with people in there, and it and it undermines people's faith. My older brother went to college, took philosophy 101, came home from college, and has not been back to mass since. And they're introducing this into this is the DDF. This is the former CDF, the former Holy Office, the whole the former Inquisition. The Inquis- yeah, the Inquisition. This is the former Inquisition who would <laughs> <laughs> burn people at the stake for heresy and they're just oh man this is crazy okay. um so what one question we're getting uh let me see here so someone wants to know are we talking about trans persons who have never been baptized or trans persons who were baptized before transition and want to be rebaptized? wow i well wow. it does not clarify it here but i'm i'm going to assume they're talking about someone who has never been baptized why would you say that though you're assuming the best motives, but you have to realize how, how serious of a thing that that is, right? Because we believe in one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. But yeah, we start rebaptizing people think, where we're Mormons. These people actually think the old person has died. It's, it's almost like a new person is born and this mm-hmm. new person needs to be baptized. That's why they call it dead naming. Yeah. Right. You dead named that person. This is insane, man. This is just so insane. <laughs> but I, I think for the purposes of, of going through this article, we should assume it's never been baptized before. Should we handle this where, okay. <laughs> because we know how Lofton's going to handle this, right? Yeah. Because we're trying not to just take the... I'm trying not to just go the negative route, right? I, I mean, the, the, everything they send out can be slipped through the cracks of uh, a hermeneutic of... But it doesn't matter because every news article that you see posted so far has been church allows for transgender persons to be about to... Nobody mm-hmm. reads the article. All they read is the headline. And, and, and there will be nothing from the church that clarifies. To clarify, to refute nothing. It, right? So the damage is done in the headline alone. So, yep. okay, responding to the second question, the DDF said the transgender adults. So the second under- question. So I'll, I'm gonna. Yeah, when they, the yeah. The second question is: Can a transgender person be a godfather or a godmother at baptism? Okay, so now the uh, transgender adults who had undergone surgery could serve as godfathers or godmothers under certain conditions. However, since this task does not constitute a right, pastoral prudence demands that it not be permitted if there is a risk of scandal. There's always going to be the risk of scandal. Undue legitimation or disorientation in the educational sphere of the ecclesial community. So 
okay, wait a minute now. If you have one of these um, ministries, <laughs> if you have one of these ministries where um, uh, we'll, we'll just call it a James Martin ministry, right? Or New Ways ministry. Now, if you have a parish like St. Paul's in New York, where they had those two men come up with their baby and give that, uh, basically gave the homily about how Jesus has two dads. Mm -hmm. In that community, you're not going to cause scandal in that ecclesial community. It has nothing to do with the wider church, just that particular parish. Well, I think what they're saying, though, is that um, it, it wouldn't cause scandal or, uh, but it would cause undue, it would unduly almost legitimize it right or when they say disorientation of the educational sphere i don't know why they don't just talk like catholics and say it would cause confusion with 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 cat you know with uh why not just say no this is a major crisis mm -hmm. that people are in right now like we need the church to speak clearly on this issue more than anything else right now the daily wire does more to combat this problem than the catholic church this is such insanity. Mm -hmm. this, this you just this talk about causing scandal. This document causes scandal. You know, especially because like the number, like the answer to number two is honestly pretty, pretty simple. Can a transgender person be a godfather? Or godfather? When they say, um under certain conditions is like, well, yeah, of course, under certain conditions, like, like what? Yeah. It will, uh, for instance, if they regret it, if they've repented, right. Indeed, they may have well, undergone the surgery. That? Why well, not exactly. Well, exactly. Well, I'm just saying there's almost no reason to answer the question because all of the, the traditional Catholic teaching already apply and already give us these answers. Well, well, no, there's, there's a reason to answer it. There's a dubia, but, why not just say the only scenario where this is not going to cause scandal is if the person has repented of their sin because yeah. to mutilate the human body through surgery like that is a sin. Now you oh, can yeah. be forgiven for it, but you have to repent and go to confession and receive absolution for it. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why they can't just be clear about it. Like this is just, this document itself causes the scandal they're saying we should avoid. That, that and so uh, Aurora here has a good point, like the wording of this and the wording of the dubia itself. Uh, I think I think it. I don't know much about the Brazilian bishop that wrote it, but like, why you know uh, why would uh, I would imagine a faithful bishop would use terms more like gender dysphoria? Because to me, if if you're claiming you're transgender, it doesn't matter if you think you've repented of your sins. Like that that itself is in it itself like a sin. And shows that you you can't. I, I think this this the dubia questions were a setup. set up. Yeah, I don't even think this is just some bishop really seeking clarification. I think right, it, it's not is, like Mueller and no, and Saran. No, it's someone no, wanting this, it. Yeah, no, this is okay. You, we're gonna submit this question and then we're gonna come. Listen, this is this is why the synod is almost irrelevant, right? It, it's like the, the 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 previous dubia answers. And this dubia are giving you every single issue they didn't want to address in the synod. Mm -hmm. The bad press of the rainbow stuff in the synod. So they did it before the synod. And now the first session is over. And you got this one released on October 31st. Right at the end of the synod. Well, it was answered on the 31st. It wasn't released until today. But yeah, I mean, I think it shows that either they had this ready in case the synod like didn't get them what they want or they're using the synod. You know, when they say like, when someone asks them, how can you answer like this? They'll point to the synod and say, it's well, this is what people wanted. Yeah. Dude, this is nuts. It um, is. And we're not even to some of the worst ones yet. Oh man. For its part, canon law establishes that a baptismal sponsor or godparent should be a Catholic who is confirmed, who leads a life of faith in keeping with the function uh, to be taken on. So it, it, who leads a life of faith, <laughs> mm -hmm. what does that even mean anymore well i'm yeah it like, doesn't what does mean anything to them mean anymore because it doesn't mean anything because all are welcome all 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 are welcome 
What does it mean mm-hmm. to live a life of faith anymore? On the third question, the Vatican's doctrine office said there is no prohibition in canon law on transgender person acting as a witness at a Catholic wedding. Turning to the fourth question, the DDF emphasized... The fourth that question mother- is, can two SSA persons be counted as parents of a child who must be baptized and who was adopted or gained by other methods? Really, who was adopted or gained by you know things that are inherently sinful? Okay, so now... A married same-sex couple. Why are they baptizing their kid? Right. How is there any possibility of that couple wanting to raise their, their child, children, or... child faithfully in the Catholic Church? Which, which is is a requirement. Which is why, right. for instance, Steve Skojek was turned away. This is why you can't baptize a like. Say you have a uh, say you have a, a sibling who has a kid, and your sibling is Protestant, or your mm-hmm. sibling is an atheist. You can't baptize this kid without telling him, because what'll happen is that kid without will, well, not well, now now with just without telling him, without like that explicit permission, without permission, and without them consenting to raise the child right. Catholic, because yes. that child will immediately apostatize because it will not be raised in the faith. The so only you, scenario in which it's okay if, if if there's an immediate danger of danger death. of death. So if you're talking about two men who have a child and they go to the church and they want to baptize their kid, you're guaranteeing that child will be raised in a deformed version of the faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not, you're not doing that that child any favor. If if anything, you're making it. More likely to be an apostate, yeah, one who was given the grace of baptism. This is so dangerous. How does this not constitute <laughs> heresy? Erring, erring in faith and morals. How does this not constitute erring in faith and morals? Because it's not. Ex-cathedra, of course. Okay, but... is that the only criteria? Yeah, actually. I mean, the, the, the setting, you know. the church with the Pope signing his name on a document, man. That's, I don't know. This well, is the, nuts. Uh, I don't know. That's another thing. that These are coming through the DDF, so oh, with Francis the Pope's signature can, on it. Did, what, did he actually sign it? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he did. So, listen, I'm just saying... Um, the scandal these things are causing having having Fernandez as the DDF. I mean, look, they said su- they submitted a dubia before he was the DDF, the prefect, the prefect of the DDF, and it was, can we bless same-sex unions? And it was a resounding, no, the church cannot bless sin. Mm-hmm. That was a clear answer. That is what you should get. Not this. We don't have much time left is what I'm taking from this. Just saying, oh, absolutely. Listen to me. What what we're what we're looking at is so all right, Rob, bring up that tweet that that guy wrote because we have to address that. Because I don't want people like I I'm gonna say why I'm staying in the faith despite this nonsense. So I think I'm leaving the church. I can't make it any bigger. Crap. Yeah. So I think I'm leaving the church, Catholic school, Catholic, current Catholic. I can't continue to call myself a Catholic. There's just way too much polluting this church, and I can't in good conscience continue here. On top of this, Catholic NGOs flooding migrants everywhere. I just can't go with the flow anymore. It's morally wrong for me to perpetuate to help fund this church. So the disclosed TV headline is transgender people can now be baptized Catholic. Serve as godparents, Vatican says. So it doesn't matter what wording is in this thing to skirt the lines of orthodoxy. Oh, let's just weasel around this one here. We'll weasel around this one here. That's the headline. It goes out worldwide. There will be zero correction on this. And this will be how it goes going forward. What is the point of the church if it does not do anything to, I mean, really at this point, it's, we're staying because where else do we go, Lord? We know you have the words of eternal life. We have the sacraments. But from, from an Eastern Orthodox perspective, someone like Jonathan Peugeot, who said, we think Catholics are heretical. We think, you know, he just wrote that yesterday and everybody got all upset. This, this is one of those things where they're going, uh, guys, this is what we were talking about with papal infallibility. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it just causes so much scandal, right? To me, there's a couple of a couple of things going on here where it's God is allowing this. God knows what's happening. He's allowing it. So it's not something where I think anybody should just jump ship with this Pope here. You know, like, wait this out. Give the church a, a couple of years to, to sort this out and let's see how this plays out. Whatever is happening. I mean, it, it could. we might find out he really was an anti-Pope. That's what I mean. That would explain so much. <laughs> it would explain a whole lot. Right. And it just seems like that's where things are heading. I, I mean, we have no authority to make that declaration. But it seems like how how can that not be the case? It just looks more and more likely every day. It seems like there is just an intentional attempt to subvert the faith. Mm -hmm. at, at this point, like everybody who said Strickland was out of line for saying, I oppose Francis's program to undermine the faith. This is Francis's program to undermine the faith. Yeah. Between the Synod and this. You know what's going to really suck or could really suck? If the settees are right, I'm gonna like we're gonna we might have to say like ah oh, you guys were right and I'm gonna... I don't even necessarily uh say they're so like I don't I don't I just I don't I don't hold the 58 settee position. It doesn't. It seems it makes less sense than this mess to me right now. Yeah. Anyways, I mean you could get away with just saying Francis is an anti-pope. I mean, I've never said anything like that before. That's what's crazy. Thank you, Aurora. Um, it just seems like th this is just insane to me. Duh, yeah. I, and I don't want to be said that I'm causing. I don't know, man. This is just nuts. Like, please accept. <laughs> no, Paul. Paul. Uh, I forget if <laughs> Peter Diamond is. I forget if he. I think his real name is Robert Diamond. He will not be on the show. Don't worry about that. No, I would I would bring the guy from Nova Zorda watch on just to have a conversation one time, possibly. Though I like him. Um, let's go through this whole thing. Uh, sorry, guys, getting texts here. Okay, so the answer did not specifically address. No, the hold question. on, hold on, hold on. Let me bring it back up. Turning to the fourth question, the fourth question was: Can they be witnesses at weddings? Uh, no, the fourth was. Can uh, same-sex parent parents oh, baptize a baby? Baptizer, yeah. The answer did not specifically address the questions which seem to be asked, namely whether both persons and a same-sex union should be regarded as parents. Yeah, yeah. They, one they, of them could be the father. They physically cannot be. Yeah, one not of them both. could be the father. When assessing the requisite permissions for the baptism of an infant and when recording the baptism in parish registers, both questions frequently discussed among canon lawyers. Regarding the fifth question, what is that? Can a person who is SSA and cohabiting, in other words, be living in act of sin, be a godfather to a baptized person? The dicastery noted that canon law requires baptismal sponsors or godparents to possess an aptitude for the role and lead a life of faith in keeping with the function to be taken on. So that should just be no. Right. Yes. It added that when the cohabitation of two same-sex persons consists not in simple cohabitation, but in a stable and declared sexual union similar to common law marriage relationship well known to the community the situation would be different seemingly not an indication of a life in keeping with the function to be taken on so it's leaving it it's like a completely subjective judgment then like you know like we like we like we said it the, the sane priests are gonna of course do the right thing but it leaves just enough room so wait let's reread that when when a, when the cohabitation of two same sex persons consists of a stable union, uh, I, I don't want to read the first part. I want to go. So when it consists, I would just say when it's, it's like a common law marriage. Yeah, when it in a common law marriage relationship, well known to the community, the situation would be different. Why would it be different? What they're saying is, they're they're more or less saying. Uh, if it's just co if it's just two gay guys living together, eh, no big deal. But if it's two gay guys who uh, pretend to be married and have, you know, then maybe maybe not then. Maybe not then. Maybe that's different. That's what it's saying. So wait, it's okay when they're just cohabitating, but it's it not. It seems to suggest that. It seems to suggest that. 
This is so nuts. Dude, is this what is going on? This is this is ironic, Steven. <laughs> what is, what is going on? I don't know, man. Dude, what is going on? Come on, man. Like, stop it. I, I know freaking Lofton and these guys and the Metatomist and, and the, the classical theist and all these guys yep. are going to just tell me I'm crazy for being upset about that. You guys are trashing Pope Francis and turning people away from the faith. No, Pope Francis is turning people away from the faith. This man is the most scandalous thing to ever happen to the Catholic Church. Give me a Borgia any day. I are you kidding me? Yeah, but you like the Borgia because you. <laughs> I was gonna say you just like him because you know you got like that. I was gonna I was gonna like because the Showtime show. <laughs> well, the, well, that but you know because you're you're Italian. That's Didn't just kind of the way Italians Angeles? are. But he's Spanish. Didn't he give us the Angelus? I doubt it. I don't think so. I think he gave us the Angelus. I'm of course you're going to say that. <laughs> I'm giving him credit. I like that. Oh, man. You, do you want to hear a story about the Angelus? Yeah. So we we pray the Angelus. I pray it when I wake up in the morning at six, but then we pray together. I pray it at work, and then but at, at night we pray together at six o'clock. Well, I guess Maddie, who's who's my four year old, today at nine o'clock, nine a.m., he just went up to to hope my wife and said, "Mama." Can you pray the Angelus? I just want to hear it. Really? Yeah. They're so cute in their little. Yeah, they are. <laughs> My kids are gonna pull their teeth to get a to get a rosary in. <laughs> like, Sean, Aww. he did not give us the Angelus. <laughs> he gave us the Angelus, Sean. No. Shut up. I'm sticking to that story. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna tell you guys. This is insane. This is completely insane. And I think. Like we're going to do things like this when they pop up, but I think we just have to stick to comedy to keep seeing. Like we, yeah, really I'd rather to... watch people almost break their necks falling off. Yes, of the roof, I like guess. we need to, we need to laugh at women crashing cars. Unless it's your own car, then I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's not funny when your wife crashes into your garage. That's not fun. It's <laughs> not fun at all. Sorry, bad memories just popped in. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. In any case, due, to, due pastoral prudence requires that each situation be wisely considered to safeguard the sacrament of baptism and, above all, its reception, which is a pre- precious asset to be protected as it is necessary for salvation, it said. Oh, at least they admit that. Right, but when you say that right after implying yeah. that cohabitation isn't that bad what you're doing is giving priests permission to do whatever the heck yeah, they yeah, want they're, they're almost saying everyone should be baptized regardless of any situation it's necessary for which salvation. is which is ironic because we know they don't believe that i know they actually brag about not baptizing yeah i was i was the bishop in south america for 14 years and not a single person was baptized oh good job bud doing a bang up job down there Jesus called me out of transgenderism. God created us male and female, not transgender. I say, uh, so I, I say it all the time. It's when you lose your identity in God, you lose your identity completely to the point where you don't know your gender identity, right? Like the church is supposed to be the place these people go to find, uh, to find the truth and to find someone fighting on their behalf. Like everybody has a really hard time with Joseph Schiambra right now, right? Joseph Schiambra left and went to Eastern Orthodoxy. Now, it hurts me the way he speaks about the Catholic Church. He goes on and on on these rants, and it really is, it's like, Joseph, stop it. Just get offline for the sake of your own soul. It's just, there's no way Orthodoxy brought you peace. I've never seen you more at at more of an unease in your soul, just Mm -hmm. by the way you talk. But at the same time, it's for a man like him, who was struggling with same-sex attraction, was a male prostitute, comes to the church to try to find somewhere to actually give actual pastoral help and guidance. He can't find it. When you look at the Synod and they bring in New Ways Ministry and they bring in uh, James Martin, but they don't bring in the Courage Group. Courage was the only outfit actually telling people that with same-sex attraction, like, you guys need to live chastely. It's the only way to be fulfilled in Jesus Christ. It's it's just, guys, we're struggling with this as much as you are. Do not listen to us for advice. I'm just trying to uh, vent some of my frustrations and vent some of my 
heartache. Uh, and you know, I'm not trying to drive anybody away from anything. It's just really, what is a transgender baptism? That's, that, that's what we're trying to figure out, Mikey. We're actually trying to figure that out. We don't know if that means, yeah, that's the other thing, right? The hardline Protestants yeah. are going to have a field it, day with this. It's a good thing they say that the Protestants don't need to convert because they wouldn't have a chance in hell of converting them no after way. something like this. No way. We're worse than, I mean, this is like Anglican stuff. This is non-binary trans bishop stuff. I wouldn't say it's worse than the Anglicans because they no, literally but, have bishops like that. Yeah, I know, but. No, I mean, can anyone, can you really blame uh, Calvin Robinson for not coming I, that's all the way I mean, the church? Right? That's like, what I mean, right? But let me tell you something. I see a lot of people, um, uh, Father Martin was was ordained by the same place as him. So I, I find it strange that some people will be rah-rah Calvin Robinson and then give Father Martin uh, a hard time. Right, it, it, there's a there's a weird thing that goes on with Calvin Robinson where everybody just because he's he's got a little fame and he's based that everybody kind of makes exceptions for him. I'm more willing to accept what he did. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm I'm just I'm just saying I say yeah. I look. I'm just pointing something out. That's all. But yep. I I just thought you know it's the old Catholic Church. I think that's what. Father Martin did not Father James Martin, different Father Martin for anybody that doesn't know. Um, all right, so it continued at the same time, it is necessary to consider the real value the church community places on the duties of godparents and godmothers, the role they play in the community, and the consideration they show towards church teaching. At the same time, guys, it's necessary to consider the real value of this. That's all we're saying. Nothing clear, nothing. Clear. No. Finally, the possibility that there may be another person from the family circle to act as guarantor of the proper transmission of the Catholic faith to the baptizing. But this is no, this is the wiggle room for Michael like, Lofton. That, that whole paragraph is, is not true. It's just that has never been a consideration. You have the parents. You have the godparents. Both have to promise to raise the child as Catholic. There yeah, is no other consideration for other family members. Consideration. Maybe there's like a sibling in that family that will that will you know cosign. Well, that can that can that the, that that sibling that might cosign? Can they suddenly you know bless the child like a parent or godparent can? No, because that's not how God works. And they're not the godparent, right? Exactly. They do, they do not, not have authority. The that's the whole point of a godparent. Mm-hmm. The possibility that there may be another person from the family circle to act as a guarantor of the proper transmission of the it's just addressing the sixth and final question, which was what can a, an SSA person who cohabitates be a witness at a wedding? Of course, okay. the, I mean the answer to that is yes. The, I don't think that's ever been a problem. Yeah, I don't think that is a problem. That's you're just saying literally just witnessing it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there is nothing in current universal canonical legislation that prohibits a cohabitating homo effective. But what is homo effective? <laughs> I never even heard that. One. The church is making up words. Uh, yeah. Persons from being a witness to a marriage. So Fernandez, who was named the Vatican's doctrinal chief in July and took up the post in September, has promised to bring a distinctive approach to the role. It's been distinctively gay, that's for sure. Dude. Dude. <laughs> gay. I hope and pray St. Michael Lofton as Jake can explain this to me. I'm going to watch his breakdown of it. You better believe I am. I made you a breakdown of the Michael Lofton breakdown. We've never done oh, No, I, please. No, 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 I am I, not going to watch him. I'm think, I think no. we might have, I want to see this one. I don't. We might have to do the Michael Lofton breakdown of the Michael Lofton breakdown. Can we turn it into a drinking? No, 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 I don't want to die. It'll be uncharitable. <laughs> I just honestly, my favorite thing about him is when he says them was them. 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 Dude, what is going on in the church? God, please. God. So here's the other thing, though. Okay. We have to honestly look at. Um, Okay, so I listened to a um, 
uh, a Matt Walsh talk. I don't know if it was a new talk or an old talk. He, he gave a talk at St. Mary, St. Mary Church. I don't know if it was recent or whatever, but he talks about persecution and persecution in the in in the Middle East, like those Christians, how they actually suffer persecution, <laughs> and people like us. It's his natural Louisiana Ukrainian accent coming out. <laughs> Mm. He's 46 and still talks like a, a white kid. Oh, can you imagine if, if we had Father Isaac on right now? Can you imagine what he would be saying? I would honestly, we should get him on and go over this. We should go over this with him. Are we sure we're not putting him in a near occasion of sin? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that man. <laughs> that man. Free. I don't even want to say what he would say. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so this is my Matt Walsh talk. Oh, um, come on. Don't do that to me. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. We'll do the Michael Lofton breakdown of the breakdown. Oh. <laughs> We're doing it, dude. I, we've okay. never done one before. We're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get it because he's going to do it tomorrow. He's going to do it tomorrow. So we're <laughs> going to do this. He does it to everybody. Yeah. He does it to everyone. I don't even feel bad about doing it. We're going to go through his nuance and we're going to go through his nonsense because he's going to try and play off all these things as if they're nothing. And we're going to pause you it know, like he does. I swear if I hear, just read the actual documents one more freaking <laughs> time, I'm going to lose it on someone. What do you think we just did? Those weren't made up words. They were words from the document from the Vatican. Oh, this person's being serious. I thought yeah, they were saying being serious. No, they, they, like, they actually like Michael Yeah, Lofton. dude, you want to live in a fantasy world? Go ahead. I don't yeah. care anymore. Like, if you people want to pretend, like, make pretend. I don't care. Do you do that uh, when a person, when a man's in a dress, do you pretend that he's a woman? I'm sure he did. I'm going to I'm gonna record it. We're going to do the 48 minutes ago. 48 minutes ago. And I'm sure... Oh, these trads, and they're just they need to repent. They need to repent for their slander of Pope Francis. Apparently I'm just, wearing the same shirt as Tim. I'm just uh I'm just why are they is he broadcasting to are we up against both of them right now? I thought you were gonna ask Tim to come on. I our totally show. forgot. I totally forgot. I was gonna ask Tim to come on with us tonight. That would have been awkward if him and I were wearing the same thing. That would have been a little homo effective. Have fun with the love thing. I'll say, dude, I'm first of all, I'm excited for Kale Zelda, man. And Don has been waiting for this for a long time because Don likes Kale better than us. I have to go get a jean jacket to wear that night, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm rocking jeans that night for sure. Uh, we are we're gonna start the denim wars when when Kale comes on. Um, <laughs> Oh, so, all right. So back to the persecution talk with Matt Walsh, right? Yep. He's like, uh, uh, Satan hates the, the, the martyrs in the East, but for people like us, we, we all think we're willing to suffer martyrdom. We all think that we're not willing to give up Twitter. We're not willing to, I had to today. Yeah, Rob got suspended, but th that's the point, right? We're not willing to give much of much of anything up. Like we're really weaklings. So right now we're not suffering persecution because of Francis. And I think people really need to understand that because Francis is playing this game with the world. The media is laying off the Catholics. Everybody's laying off the Catholics right now. We got a, we got a, a heretic president in office and he's pushing, uh, the, the Ohio law through things like that. Those are the things they're talking about. So when you're, when you're dealing with that as the face of Catholicism, you're not going to face persecution, but I hope everybody's ready because as soon as this pontificate is over, it's going to get hairy because I can't imagine we get a Francis the second. I, I honestly don't think we're getting a Francis the second. No, I, mm. Yeah. I don't care how much he thinks he rigged it. I don't care how many lay persons he allows to vote. We're not getting a Francis II. This this pontificate is the end of this. There's no way this continues. I think I think a majority of the bishops and cardinals are done with this. This stuff is just so out of hand. If anything, just because they're sick of the headache of having to try to read these documents. It's just so they're, they're impossible to read. It's just so 
I don't know, man. I this one hurt. Like this one hurt to read. It really did. Like I, we weren't even going to come on tonight, uh, except for the matchup plays thing that we're doing. Yeah. We were going to just do that. And when I read this, I was like, Rob, set a second stream up. We're going on at eight. When you sent me the article, and when, that was before you even said we were to do a show on it. I'm like, we're doing a show on this. <laughs> well, the thing is, usually you push back and go, seriously, I don't want to. But even you were like, no, 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 this is. This well, it's is- not It's not the Senate stuff. I mean, yeah. and, and we should have seen this coming after the the Dubia a month ago. Right? I, I mean, this is this- for, for everyone who claimed that the Dubia a month ago didn't say what it said. Do you maybe now see that it actually did? I mean, come on. I can't I can't wait to listen to the Lofton breakdown. Oh, of this. You are I sick. can't wait. I can't wait. You are a masochist. Oh my goodness. I can't wait. This is gonna be You're like right. no, because sometimes I throw things at my iPad. When I is that why you is that why you had to buy a new one? I've got a broken iPad upstairs to prove it to you guys. All right. No, that's not how it goes. Sometimes it's so frustrating. I'm like, I want to, I want to throw something at it. It's, it's like, okay, so you ignore everything you just read, and just find the one sentence in there that you could try to pull to swing the whole thing around to be orthodox. Come on, the, like th- this guy, seriously. Um, the the, where is it? Where do you? It's not that crazy. Just read the document. Read the actual document. Are you yeah. insane, man? And like, I, I get why. I get why people bury their head in the sand, right? Like, I get it. <laughs> you don't want to think it is, it's as bad as it is. So I think Francis is the last pope of this era. I do not think he's the last pope. I think we're I think we're going to get a holy pope, and I think we're going to see the rest. You think he's the last pope of the conciliar church? I do. I do. I think he's the last pope of the conciliar church. I think the conciliar church project is coming to an end. Yeah. I, I don't know what comes after that. There may be very like a, a very long period of tumult and tribulation. The and then we'll modern see. schism. And then I think we're going to see a, a glorious resurrection. I don't think we're at the end of the world. No. I think we're going to see a glorious resurrection. Unless suddenly a supposed messiah actually does come out of israel then we're screwed guys and that's the antichrist what makes me what makes me think that um do you hold to um blessed uh what's his name blessed whole Holzhauer's seven epochs of the church yeah i mean i haven't heard it in a very long time but i remember when i did i thought that was it's the whole the whole um it, it it can i don't know if it specifically mentions a uh a great monarch and holy pope but it, it fits in with that and then the, the resurrection of the church yeah. and then i mean listen it's just read the catechism the catechism says the church will suffer and follow our lord into his passion and death and right but, yeah but are you the resurrection that that resurrection is like don't you think the catechism is talking about the end of time no, you think you think beforehand. I think you'll see a resurrection of of an earthly church. I think prior, like, prior to like the great tribulation. And yeah, 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 yeah. I so I, I think that uh, I think if you read the Benedict radio address, which my priest just read last Sunday, and in his homily, <clears throat> my priest read that in his homily where where Benedict says, "I think the church is going to lose a lot of its social status. It's not." but it will be rebuilt by saints. It will be a remnant. God preserves a remnant. I think you're going to see a remnant preserved and a church rebuilt. You will see a glorious resurrection. And that doesn't mean that the church triumphant coming down from heaven at the eschaton. Just my, just my personal belief. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I mean, it's just what I believe. I think you will see the reign of Mary, a period of Mary's reign. What if the great, Great French monarch we're supposed to get is actually a French Canadian named Kennedy Hall. Um, wait, wait, no, I he's have, supposedly Italian. Wait a minute. I, all right, we we really do have to get off in a minute because we have to do the Matthew plays thing. But I have to send you something to play. Hang on. Uh, okay. We do have to go, but hang on. Let me see if I can find it. All right, I got it. Hang on, I'm sending it to you. 
It's coming through. Right about. Okay, so you asked what if the the great French monarch is a French Canadian Mm. monarch? Play that clip. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Why is he shirtless? Just play it. Is there any swearing? No. Okay. Imagine being from Canada. Imagine saying, I'm a man. From where? From Canada. What? <laughs> go together. What are you talking about? Wait, you're a man? From Canada? Can't be. No, no, I'm a man. <laughs> what a random, what a random clip. <laughs> Wait, imagine saying you're a man from Canada. Come on, stop it. You're not a man from Canada. Oh, Nancy was watching. Huh? It's a na- I didn't see that Nancy was watching. Oh, Nancy's in here? I didn't see. You you clicked on it. I meant to. I didn't mean to. I did that on accident. I meant to click on. <laughs> All right. Christendom has had a series of revolutions, and in each one of them, Christianity has died. Christianity has died many times and risen again, for it had a God who knew the way out of the grave. That's got to be a quote. You don't think Don is capable? That, of that's, not a, that's not a Don original. <laughs> Ouch. That might be a Don original. Okay, I, I really do got to set up the local stream. All right, so we're going to, all right, guys, we're going to pop let off. Me, let me grab that uh, link for everyone real quick. We're going to pop off. We are going to continue the conversation in 10 minutes with Matthew Plays. We'll probably ask well, him a little bit if, about if he saw this. And then I was going to say, we, we're not going to continue. Okay, but we, yeah, yeah we're we gonna might continue. for a little while. Uh, listen, you know I'm going to derail whatever conversation we had planned regardless. That's just how it goes. Ah, it's a Chesterton quote. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Why can't we ever just do something the way we listen? You said it last night on Best When I Freestyle. Don't worry about it. We're gonna uh, that did not work night. super great no, last, last night. night. Last night was a crash and burn. Uh all right, on, guys, you, on like, our part, not on John's part. No, not on John's part. John was awesome. Right, like, subscribe. Please join our locals. Come on, support us. We want to get down and we want to we want to bring you guys something unique, comedic, different. But we do need some financial help. So please join our locals. Uh, the next show will be on YouTube. It's free. So we will see you guys on YouTube in seven minutes. Take us out, Rob. Okay. What am I going to play? What am I going to play? What am I gonna play? What am I-